Welcome back to the Hardwired Hockey Podcast. This is Season 2, Episode 5. Uh, I am Tyler Prosick and joined always by Matthew Sheridan. Matt, how is it going, Broski? Uh, it's going well. Uh, school's been uh, school's been a bit tough as of late. We've got our, again, major assignments due this upcoming week, at least for me. But happy that hockey is of course finally back and uh yeah just looking forward to christmas my family put up the christmas tree today and i am not one for uh i don't know just to me christmas doesn't really feel like it comes around until december so yeah. like my family i love christmas as well but i don't know just with school and stuff i always feel like christmas finally hits when school's done so it still yeah. doesn't really feel like christmas to me that's true how are you doing no, I'm good. My I was at the Argos Tie Cats game last night. Unfortunately, unfortunately, the Argos won, but is what it is. But uh, my mom set up all the Christmas stuff around my house, so my house is decorated for Christmas as well. We get like a real tree, so we don't get it until like two weeks before Christmas. But um, yeah, uh, my family's getting a hot tub in about a week and a half, so we'll have a hardwired hockey hot tub episode. Um, you know. Uh, <laughs> But uh, a couple things, a couple uh, house cleaning things or whatever people say. I don't know what people say. Um, the next two, I think we'll be recording an episode next week, but uh, the two weeks after that or possibly three weeks, we're going to be taking a break just so we can get through exams and stuff like that. And right before Christmas, we'll come back uh, for World Juniors. Uh, we'll probably get uh, fan favorite Ilias on, uh, on the podcast, talk about the World Juniors. Uh, and after that, after Christmas, we'll get into Olympic coverage and stuff like that and keep going with the World Juniors. Um, so exciting. And also, Matt and I are in what is called a Sim League with a bunch of wonderful gentlemen uh, across across North America. I believe some of them are from the States as well. Um, but anyway, it's like this uh, this league where you're the general manager of a team and uh, you have, you know, X amount of players. There's a salary cap. There's, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, and there's a whole season and I control the Blues. Um, and, you know, my team is comprised of like Kucherov, uh, Pajot, Quinn Hughes, stuff like that. So it's not like the regular rosters. And Matt has his team with, you know, Taze, uh, Luke Shen, number one defenseman. And that may sound funny to those of you who are listening, but in the actual league, he's actually like really skilled. It's his ratings are very good. It's based on their ratings are based on their previous, what's called the CMHL season, which is what the league's called, uh, not their NHL stats. And like, you can freeze their stats or you can rate them based on their NHL season. It's a super cool league. And we're going to start talking about it a little bit. Um, we'll probably save it generally for the end of each podcast just in case people aren't really interested in listening to that so if you want to skip it go ahead but if you want to hear us rage or be happy about what's going on in our cmhl season please uh stay stay tuned for that but uh i think it's only right to start with alex ovechkin passing brett hull on the all-time goals list to move into fourth place um we're not going to spend too much time on it because you know not much to say but uh incredible con uh, uh, were brain fart incredible accomplishment and uh that's really great for ov and you know if we're on a subject does he pass gretzky what do you think yeah first off uh in my mind uh, incredible accomplishment in my mind greatest goal scorer of all time 
not particularly close in my opinion. Uh, the fact that he's even competing with Gretzky in this era says a lot about how special of a player he is, especially doing the most important thing, arguably in hockey, which is goal scoring. So um, I think we I think, I think we spoke about this a few weeks ago on the podcast, but yes, I do believe uh, Ovechkin will pass Gretzky. I just think at this, I was reading something the other day, I think it was on Twitter that um, if he if he scores like a 33-goal pace for the rest of his career, he'll pass him. And Ovechkin can certainly do that with the best of them. So I think if he can remain healthy and continue to play like he has, uh, the, the way he's been playing this season has been otherworldly. I mean, probably playing like the old Ovechkin. And I don't know how long he can continue that. I, I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if he could continue that, but even if he does regress a bit, he'll still be uh, an elite player and, and as a guy who can certainly score 33 goals for the rest of his career. So I do think uh, he can do it and uh, an incredible accomplishment to be passing guys like Brett Hall on the all-time scoring list. Yeah. Um, but to get to get on track with Panthers and Leafs coverage, I think we'll start off with the Leafs and we can get into Panthers uh, in a little bit. But uh, what what do you think of the Leafs' last last chunk of games, including uh, their OT win over Calgary last night? Yeah, I think we've looked good. Um, so we we did the podcast on last Saturday. So we played Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So we played LA, which was not a good game. Um, we got smoked five one. Uh, that game was certainly not our best. I think um, just a lot of poor defensive decisions in that one. Uh, Jack Campbell played really solid uh, as he has throughout the rest of the, the season so far. And uh, it, it's kind of sad how he always puts the burden on himself. That was the problem with him getting going in his NHL career in Dallas. We got drafted by, he was always putting the blame on himself uh, when it's really, the team in front of him that was was at fault for that. So uh, I hope it's he's such an incredible guy uh, when like when when he speaks at the press conferences and you can tell how much he cares about his teammates. And uh, I hope he, that the pressure doesn't impact him too much because uh, you look at him, he's he has I think above a nine thirty five save percentage, which is incredible. Right now he's in the Vezina conversation and he's in the conversation to, to be the starter for us at the Olympics in February right now. So he's just, I, he's the perfect leaf school in my opinion right now for this team. And um, yeah, he just, he, this past week, I really wanted to highlight him. He's been playing incredible hockey and then, but yeah, that LA Kings game was really painful to watch. We just were not good at all. And our offense couldn't get going. And then Wednesday, I think we played like a pretty perfect game, in my opinion. Uh, we went into Philadelphia on a one-game road trip and came out uh, with a 3 nothing win. Um, guys like Andre Kosho looked incredible. Uh, I think that's such an underrated signing by Kyle Dubas. He's been playing uh, really solid hockey. Uh, he scored last night as well. He's just been driving play off the rush and uh, just, just knows how to, to create a high danger scoring chances and put the puck into favorable positions for his teammates, uh, which has been a lot of fun to watch. Uh, and yeah, just, just overall these past few games, Philly was really nice to say, see uh, the guys were engaged physically. And then last night um, we, 
the first two periods were kind of a bit of a boring game. If I'm being honest, there wasn't a lot of, there was physicality and there were some chances, but it just seemed to kind of be like this, this bogged down version of hockey, which I know Daryl Sutter likes to play. And then uh, they, they ended up scoring in the third, I believe. And then uh, we came back and tied it up. Uh, I could be mistaken. I, the Calgary might have scored in the second. I'm not entirely sure. I don't remember, but uh, Matthew scored a beautiful overtime goal and I'm happy we came up with the win. But yeah, the, the leap, I think if I had to sum it up, the Leafs week progressed in a positive way. Yeah. Uh, we started off with a really poor game on Monday, but the last two games have been really, really solid. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to see tonight Joseph Wall or Joe Wall, uh, a goalie prospect for us. He's he's had his struggles uh, the past three seasons in the AHL, but he's getting his first uh, start tonight in, in the NHL against Buffalo. So I'm excited to watch him play, and I hope he can uh, come out with a win because... We don't really have a frankly, we don't have a lot of goalie prospects in our system that are, are high end. And uh, we've had a lot of trouble developing goalies in the past. So maybe one of them can, maybe we can strike a, uh, and find a diamond in the rough. Uh, I, I don't think it's him, but I'm excited to see what he can do. And it's always exciting to see a guy uh, get to play in the NHL and live out his childhood dreams. Yeah. No, for sure. Uh, NHL debuts are probably one of my favorite parts about watching hockey. Um, but uh, moving on to the Panthers, uh, just, you know, an interesting week, to say the least. Uh, the Bobrovsky injured kind of shifted everything, confused, I don't know, everyone. Um, a lot of the blame for um, um, for the, the tough week was put on Spencer Knight by, you know, the Twitter universe, which, you know, you take Twitter with a grain of salt, but... Knight started five straight games for the first time in his career. And that was including, yeah, a back-to-back in New York and New Jersey. Um, So I'll I'll admit he didn't play great in in some of those games, but he won two of the three. uh, And the two games were against Washington and Carolina. Um, So, you know, and in that Washington game, he also didn't start. Bobrovsky got injured in that game. Um, but Bob is back now, so you're hoping the load is lightened a little bit. And on this four-game road trip, this that we're on that ends in Tampa tonight, um, the Panthers have just played sloppy hockey. They've just been giving the puck away like it's nobody's business. Um, they're not necessarily scoring uh, as much as they have been. You know, we've scored three goals, three goals, and two goals in, in the last uh, three games where every game before that we scored almost uh, we scored four plus goals in every game, except two uh, of the 11 games that came before that. I think it's 11. Um, So, you know, uh, the offense wasn't looking that good. Uh, The defense was okay, but uh, a lot of turnovers that led to a lot of high danger chances that some of them night just didn't have a chance on. Um, So yes, he didn't play his best hockey, but he's 20 chill out. Um, he'll, he'll improve with time. And in that Bobrovsky two start night, one start, um, uh, uh, plan that the Panthers goalie team had, uh, from the beginning of the season, it was working. It was working like nobody's business. Uh, Bob leads the league, I believe in save percentage right now. Yeah. Save percentage and goals against average. He leads the league with a 946 and a 173 goals against average. Um, so, you know, we'll see, uh, 
we'll see how the game in Tampa is tonight. But after that, it's looking pretty nice because the Panthers next eight, eight of the next 10 games are at home. Um, so a, a pretty hefty homestand. Uh, and the two away games, I believe, are Washington and St. Louis, I think. So, you know, those will be fun games. We face Seattle uh, coming up soon at the end of November. Um, so it's uh, exciting hockey coming up. And we face a lot of weaker teams. Um, not to say that L.A. is weak, but we face, you know, teams like Arizona, Ottawa, L.A., Buffalo, a lot of those teams coming up in December. Uh, same as same as like Nashville and Chicago as well. Um, LA is on a tear right now. I think they're on a seven game win streak or something like that. Um, so they're on another level right now. But speaking of streaks, that was incredible transition. I am patting myself on the back. Troy Terry of the uh, Anaheim Ducks is on another level right now. I, I'm not sure the exact numbers of his point streak right now. If you want to pull that up, Matt. But um, I believe it's 13 game point streak or something like that. Could be more, could be less. Um, but regardless, it's impressive, and Matt will bring that up. But uh, shout out to the Ducks, man. They're doing a lot better than you know. I think people thought. I'm just gonna pull up the standings here. The Anaheim Ducks are second in the Pacific Conference with an eight, four, and three record. I thought they were gonna suck. They're on a six game win streak themselves. So they're playing well at home. They're playing okay on the road. Um, but, you know, that the team seems to be clicking right now and they hold second in the, in the Pacific division. Yeah. Um, Troy Terry has been a guy who uh, some fans may not have paid much attention to, but he was the guy that infamously scored uh, seemingly all the shootout goals against, United, uh, against Canada when the U.S. won the – Golden, I believe, 2016 in Montreal. He was the guy who uh, the U.S. coach just continually sent back onto the ice, and ever since then, he's had my attention. And uh, it, it's it's good to see him finally getting a recognition. Uh, this has been an insane point streak, and like you mentioned, I do have the point streak in front of me. Uh, Troy Terry's last 13 games, he has 11 goals, eight assists. Um, and uh, now sits six games away from tying Corey Perry's franchise record point streak of 19 games. And he's the youngest duck to score a point in 13 consecutive games. And only Drysaddle, Ovechkin, and McDavid have more points than Terry right now. So yeah. what he's doing is uh, really impressive. And, yeah, I'm a guy who likes to follow the ducks. One of my favorite goalies is John Gibson. And uh, I'm, I'm happy to see that they're doing well. Uh, I think uh, now that Bob Murray's finally gone, um, this team's in, in, in a good position to contend over not the next few years, but certainly in the near future. And yeah. it'll be off of guys like Troy Terry who uh, who can, can continually produce that this team will, will go far. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, speaking of hot players, um, guys like, I, th I think it's Andrew Mangiapane or it's Mangiapane or something like that. But, Manjipane, yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, he's on a tear in Calgary. He stepped up big time and he's only averaging 14 minutes a game. Uh, and he's got nine goals, two assists, and 14 games. Uh, but uh, other guys that are stepping up, uh, Pierre Luc Dubois is doing well this year. Anthony Duclair has eight goals. Um, you expect Barkov to be good. Bertuzzi's been really great. 
Uh, and Willie Nylander has been very clutch for the Leafs uh, in, in the early going, which I think is, uh, you know, a trend in the last couple of years. But overall, a lot of a lot of fun hockey being played around the NHL. And uh, I'm here for it, man. It's so exciting. It's so great. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll keep you updated on that Troy Terry thing. I can't imagine the street glass until next weekend, too. But that would be awesome. Um, but I think that's a good transition into the CMHL season, uh, unless you have anything else you're, you're looking to talk about. I think this, this, uh, this week will be shorter because there's not much going on in terms of news. Yeah, but there's a few things we can talk about here. So getting back into the CMHL. So basically, I've been a GM. I believe this is my fifth season as a general manager. Made the cup last year, lost in the cup final to Detroit. It was very painful. I was very upset. Um, but I did beat the mammoth of the Dallas Stars uh, in the conference final for this. I beat them in the playoffs for the second year in a row, which was which was great because they were fantastic both years. Um, but uh, so for those of you listening, the all the divisions are the same as the NHL. Um, all the we play 82 games in the year. There's a sim every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Uh, they skip holidays. They skip weekends stuff like that. Um, it, it's a great league. It's really fun. Uh, Matt just joined this season, as did uh, Alex Bumgardner of uh, Five Reasons Sports out in Florida. Um, but, um, yeah, it's 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 a blast. Um, Alex's team, he he runs the Coyotes. Uh, his team is 0-3-0. He's tanking for Shane Wright. Um, but uh, maybe just introduce your team a little bit, talk about your team, talk about um, what you think of the league. And then we'll get into the league a little bit more. Yeah. So as he mentioned, this was my first, this is my first season doing it. Uh, Tyler approached me in the summer and kind of explained the league. And I was like, yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. So, and it is, it's been, it's been a lot of fun so far. Uh, kind of, uh, I wish they, they did the sim on weekends as well. Cause it's, it's a lot of fun kind of tracking players and stuff, but yeah. it's all in good fun. Um, I, I love everything about the league. It's, I'm sure a lot of, I, I, I'm not going to criticize anything about, about the league because everything's run so smooth and so seamlessly. Um, yeah. And it makes it, it's so much fun to, to check the stats every day. Like when there's a, a game that goes on, you're like, oh, did I win? Did I win? And yeah, I like to go in and individually check every player as a surprise. I don't check the box score to see how many points. So that's a lot of fun I, whenever I, I get up in the morning. That's one of the first things I do is, is hop on the computer and, and check how my team did. So, yeah, um, my team so far, uh, I'm in a tough situation. So for me, I believe the guy that was the general manager uh, is now the Seattle Kraken general manager, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he took over. And um, so I took over his team. Um, I'm not sure what I, I want to do right now, uh, to be honest with you. I'm have, I have... My top line is Jonathan Tays, William Carlson, and David Perron. And uh, one Perron has four points in three games, and Tays and Carlson have five points in three games. So that line has been absolutely on fire for me. Um, but I'm one, two, and zero, oh, and uh, my team has struggled. Uh, my my bottom six isn't the best. So um, for me, I'm kind of in a in a position where if I hope my my players do well. And if I'm in a position where I'm competing for the playoffs, I'll probably push for it. But 
if I'm not, I'll, I'll definitely look to sell for guys. And that's probably the direction I'm going to take is, is look to sell guys at the deadline and uh, paying for Shane as, as Alex is doing. Yeah. Um, I think the next two drafts are going to be immense are immensely talented. And uh, if I can flip a guy like taste for a few draft picks and, and guys like Carlson as well, then uh, I'd be happy for that. Cause I, my favorite thing is the draft. Uh, and it'd be a, a lot of fun to uh, kind of act like your own general manager and in real life and, and go out and draft guys as well. Yeah. I only had a sixth and a seventh this past year. So uh, I'll just let it auto draft for me and uh, it, it would be cool. So, if you wanted to uh, to talk about your team, and then I, I guess I could jump in and speak about my standings and stuff later. Sure. Yeah, so basically, like I said, I am the St. Louis Blues. Uh, this is my fifth season, I think, of being the general manager. My team currently, uh, or last season, I finished second in the West, I believe, um, and, you know, made a great push for the playoffs. Um, I won, obviously, up until made it to the final, ended up losing. Um, but what a story that would have been if uh, a fourth year GM, some of these guys have been in for like over 10 years, I, I believe. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I'm super proud of my team. Uh, this, this past off season was a crazy one for me. I had lots of guys to sign. Um, I had to sign Nikita Kucherov do a four year deal. I signed him four years, 5.75 per year. Um, it's also important to note that the salary cap is only at 50 million. So that's, you know, the five mil is quite a bit. Um, but uh, I believe every single player on my roster um, has been traded for since I, I joined the league. So none of the players that I have were on my team five years ago. Um, so I to say that I built this team from the ground up is a little bit of an understatement. I literally tore it apart when I came into the league and it ended, ended up working wonders. Um, to be fair, I have no picks uh, for the next two years or good, good ones. Anyway, I have no first, um, but, but the team is just in, incredible. Like I'm so proud of what I built. Um, basically I'll just go through my lines real quick and talk about uh, my, my season so far, but my, my lines run uh, Barkov, Evander Kane, Nikita Kucherov, Pajot, Kevin Fiala, Brock Besser, Kapanen, Kevin LeBanc, Matthew Joseph, and then Greg McKegg, Matt Pimple, and uh, Josh Hosang. Uh, but defense, uh, we got Ryan Suter, Mackenzie Weger, Vince Dunn, Quinn Hughes, Cal Foot, Christian DeJuis. Um, Yeah, my goalies are Darcy Kemper, who I just signed to an extension, and Tuka Rask. But, uh, no, just it's it's been so much fun. I, I love the league. And uh, we'll get into more depth as the season goes along. But uh, right now, I'll take a look at my uh, – my season so far i opened the year against uh the chicago blackhawks of uh of the league and uh took that it was a 3-2 game and my second game it was a it was a shootout it was 7-5 against colorado avalanche um but you know win is win two straight wins feel pretty good um we've got uh you know i've got the wild and then alex's coyotes coming into town the next the next two weeks. Oh, wait, no, I'm going, I'm in, oh, two straight away games. Eh? Oh, oh, I'm on a four game road trip. Oh boy. Well, the boys will get tested. Uh, and in that road trip, I play seven, eight. Oh shoot. I play two back-to-backs. 
holy moly oh that's awful anyways yeah it's it's just such a fun league um and uh, as for my team i'm going for it this year um you know we'll we'll talk to the guys tell them that we're doing this on the podcast in the league and uh you know we can talk about some of their teams if they want as well if they want to give it a listen but uh you know we'll see how it goes um after a couple weeks into the season we'll uh, make some cup predictions and stuff like that and you know have some fun with it but uh, yeah do you anything else you want to talk about your team yeah um I started the season off on the road for two games. I lost my first game against the Hurricanes five to four. And then uh, I won against the Blue Jackets four to three. And then uh, I had one more game, my, my first home game against the Hurricanes who are a very solid team and I ended up losing three to one. So I'm one, two and on the season right now. I don't play for another, like Tyler mentioned, uh, they don't sim on weekends, so um, on Monday it'll be game day five, so I don't play till Wednesday. Uh, so it's going to be a long stretch of days there for me. Uh, I love when I play. So, um, but yeah, my lines, uh, my first line is, my team's certainly not as good as Tyler's, but my first line is Jonathan Tays, David Perron, and, and Kyle Ocpozo. My second line is, Brock Nelson, William Carlson, and Andrew Cogliano. Uh, my third line is Warren Fogel, Brett Sini, and Christopher Wilkie. And my fourth line is Joseph Cramarosa, Paul Cotter, and Robert Carpenter. And then my defense, my defensemen are Luke Shen and Alex Biega, Alex Petrovic, and Jake Wallman, and then Andreas Englund and Sammy Niku. So, and my goalies are Connor Hellebuck and uh, Jonas Corposalo. So I'm happy with my team so far. Uh, in the offseason, I didn't make a ton of trades. Uh, I kind of inherited this team uh, and haven't really done much with it so far, uh, besides a few minor league deals. But oh, I dealt for Corpus All. I'd say that was my biggest move. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm happy with my team so far. Uh, I think, I, like I said, I'm in an interesting position where I don't know what I'm going to do with my season. I would. I, I hope I don't sound too silly, but I hope my team uh, kind of tanks like how that's Alex's plan because I'd really like for a, a high draft pick this upcoming uh, draft. I have my first rounder this year, so uh, I hope I can put that to use. And yeah, uh, my top performing guys, I'm, I'm happy with it so far. Carlson has uh, five points in three games. Taze has five points in three games and uh, Shen has four points in three games and David Prawn has four points in three games. So I'm really happy with how my top line is producing. I believe Taze is, let me just check quickly. Taze, I think is top five in the league in points. Yeah. He's in fifth right now. And uh, Carlson's in eighth and Prawn's in 14th. So I'm, I'm happy with my, with how my team is doing so far. Uh, yeah, and just overall, such a fun league. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. And maybe uh, if Tyler's looking for a rental or a, a player at the deadline, he'll uh, call me up and uh, we can uh, strike a deal up. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Definitely. I'm going to be very active come trade deadline. 
um, in the league, the, the cap goes up at trade deadline time. So the 50 million turns into, I think, 55 or 58 or something like that. Um, but just an interesting note from the year so far, the Stars are one and one. Um, and, and arguably the Stars are the best team in the league. Uh, last year, they, they just it was stupid how good they were. Um, um, that's also Matthew. That's also Matt. His name's Matt as well. But I was just looking at their goals for goals against. He has four goals, four and six goals against, but he's one and one. Um, so he's, he's goaltending troubles. Last year, that was not even close to the issue. He scored like freaking felt like 10 goals a game. Um, but uh, no, it's going to be a great year. It's going to be really exciting. Um, yeah, and I'm excited. Uh, to see see how the year folds out, making another cup run. So we'll see how it goes. But um, besides that, no, I think uh, we'll we'll let all the guys know in the league that we're going to start doing this on the podcast, and uh, you know, hopefully they'll take a listen. Um, but uh, if if you have anything to plug, Matt, go ahead. It's it's plug time. Yeah, uh, just quickly, my comment before on on the weekend, Sam. Uh, I meant no harm to if anyone from the, the sim league is is listening just I guess it's kind of a I guess all of us would would love for our teams to play every day of the week because it's so exciting to wake up and and see the matchup so I, I was meaning oh, no ill harm to anyone there and yeah for plugs um, on Twitter you can follow me at Sheridan underscore Matt uh, S-H-E-R-I-D-A-N underscore M-A-T um, and yeah, as we mentioned before the podcast, uh, we're really busy over the next few weeks with school. So um, I won't be able to get to the rink as much, but make sure to check out the reports coming out uh, at FC Hockey. I'm hopefully going to the game tomorrow night. So uh, make sure to check out for that over the next few days. I'll hopefully get those in before Tuesday or Wednesday. But other than that, um, most of the work uh, will be coming probably next month. What about you, Tyler? What's your... What are your plugs? Yeah, uh, for me, uh, you follow me on Twitter at uh, Prosec Tyler, P-R-O-C-Y-K Tyler. Instagram, T-Prosec underscore. Uh, you know, I post all the OTL stuff that comes out there. Um, uh, I think I got some J stuff coming up uh, for OTL that I'm going to start working on soon after I get some of these major assignments submitted. Um, so you can be on the lookout for that. But, you know, besides that, not too much going on with a busy school year. Um, so, yeah. Uh, we thank you for joining us this week as always, and uh, we'll talk to you next time.